Welcome to Heart Speak, the podcast from Baylor Scott and White Heart and Vascular Hospital. I'm your host, Aileen Ellis. Today, our interview is with Dr. Michael Sills, a cardiologist on the medical staff of BSW Heart and Vascular Hospital, Dallas, and Baylor University Medical Center. Welcome, Dr. Sills. It's so nice to have you with us today. Thank you for having me. So there are many diets currently being promoted as heart-healthy, and in fact, U.S. News & World Report recently ranked heart-healthy diets with the best being the DASH diet, the Mediterranean diet, and the Ornish diet. Which ones do you recommend and why? Well, let's go in reverse. Dr. Ornish was actually originally from Dallas. His dad was an orthodontist here, so I I actually knew him. He was really the first to come up with a plant-based diet And so he really preceded the whole vegan diet plans. The problem is, and a number of us were interested when he first had it, it's very difficult to do. It's a challenge to get enough protein as it is with the the vegan diets. So from my perspective, it's not a great diet. But let me digress one sec. So I, I think some of the confusion happens is that when people talk about diets, they're really thinking about three separate approaches. One is a diet to lose weight. Two is a diet for heart health, and three is a diet that is healthy, whether it's for high blood pressure, heart disease, or whatever, that helps you maintain weight. And I I think, for me, it's easier to think about it in those terms. So the Ornish diet, like I said, is vegan, basically. Mediterranean diet, if you look at, that's one of the very few, if only, diets where there's actually been pretty good data to say that it actually improves longevity, especially when it's a fish-based Mediterranean diet. The DASH diet is a good diet for health, especially for high blood pressure, but isn't as easy to lose weight on. So you have to kind of approach it with what is your goal with having a diet, and then you can almost work in reverse as to what the best diet is. And which diet do you recommend uh, and why? I think in general, the Mediterranean diet that's fish-based is the healthiest. I think for most people, it's the easiest to keep up with because whatever diet you do has to be something that you're comfortable with long-term. There's lots of ways to lose weight, but it's got to be something that you're going to enjoy and not resent every day, as most people do with aggressive diets. And I think the Mediterranean diet's a pretty easy one to maintain. And I think it's, like I said, there is some longevity benefit to it. So when you recommend a diet to your patients, do you kind of go over with them their sort of tolerance for how much they're willing to change what they eat? Absolutely. There's no question whether it's blood pressure medicine, diet, or or anything else I do, if it's going to make the patients miserable and or it's impossible for them to follow the regimen, they're not going to do it and probably not come back. So it's got to be something that they are comfortable with and equally important, understand the reasons. So what are the most common mistakes that you see people making when it comes to deciding on a heart-healthy diet? Again, I think it comes back to, are they simply trying to be heart-healthy or are they trying to lose weight or both? And I think it gets really complicated when you mix lots of different agendas. For example, the Atkins diet, which was among the earlier low-carb diets, promulgated high fat. So it suggested all the bacon and avocado you could eat, which did help people lose weight, but also made a lot of people sick. So I think the first thing has to be, are we treating someone 
who's overweight to get their blood pressure down, to get their diabetes better controlled, to get their cholesterol controlled? So are we focused really on their weight? Are they diabetic? Do we want to go extra low carb? Or are we trying to be more in general heart healthy, which would be more of a low fat? So it really depends on what our goal is with the diet. Well, and it sounds like you may switch off, like first your patient loses weight, which is good for your heart, and then you may switch to something else that is better in the long run as a heart-healthy diet? Absolutely. There are good diets for losing weight and good diets for maintaining weight. They may be very different. So what tips do you give your patients to help them adopt and stick to either a heart-healthy diet or any diet that you suggest they go on? Fundamentally, it's a pretty simple formula. You have to have more calories out than calories in. That's the way you lose weight. That's what makes Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig and all the rest of those diets work, is they basically say you can eat what you'd like, but you're going to have small portions. And I think for most of us, it is about portion control. I think there's been stuff that you can easily find that in the 50s, the average size dinner plate, I think, was six or eight inches. By the late 60s, early 70s, a dinner plate was 10 inches. And now it looks more like a platter. And so the same amount of food on a six-inch dinner plate looks very lonely on a 2020 dinner plate. So I think our problem is that our portions are bigger. We tend to eat more. Food is all too readily available, fast food especially. I think the first step is getting your portions under control because it doesn't matter what you eat. If you eat too much of it, it you're going to gain weight. And if you eat less of it, you'll lose weight. But now, another tip that I've heard, for example, is breakfast should be much bigger as a meal than dinner. Do you agree with that? That's interesting about this literature is if you decide you want to believe something, you can find someone who's written persuasively about it somewhere. Because there's also a school of thought now that talks about intermittent fasting. And really what intermittent fasting is eating for certain periods during the day. And most of those diets leave out breakfast. What they'll tell you to do is you could eat from like, six to eight hours a day, so from before lunch to an early dinner. So again, it depends on individual preference. Like I said, intermittent fasting has its fans. So no, I think that most people are best off eating three meals a day of small portions that are balanced. I don't think there's any one that's better than another in that regard. And not a lot of snacking, particularly after dinner, I would assume. Now, especially if you ascribe to a little bit of the intermittent fasting theory, then you really should confine the number of hours you eat. It goes back a little bit to we are fundamentally hunter-gatherers, which meant that in our cavemen days, we would basically eat a little bit in the mornings, go out and spend the day foraging, and then come back at the end of the day and eat a little bit more. But what we were never meant to do was eat a lot of grains because we were itinerant or eat constantly because that's not what's in our genetic makeup. So... I think we're sort of dancing around something in a way, and I totally understand what you're saying about losing weight and everything and controlling diabetes, but what is a heart-healthy diet? What is that? What it comes down to is more of a, what are we going to achieve with the diet? So again, the best diets tend to be low-fat and low-carb because those are the diets that are going to help reduce blood pressure, blood sugars, and cholesterol. Whether you want to do it in a Mediterranean fish-based diet, which I personally think is the most healthy, and that means trying to avoid saturated fats, fried food, processed meat, and in general, most red meat, substituting fish, fruits, and lots of vegetables, that ultimately is going to be the most heart-healthy diet. 
there is a school of thought that would say that unprocessed red meat and whole dairy actually tends to raise your good cholesterol. Not everybody agrees, but it, most people feel like fermented dairy, cheese, and yogurt is actually fine for you. So heart healthy is really balance. It's controlling your calories, controlling your fat, controlling your carbs, and trying to supplement it with things like olive oil when you have to have fats. Now, do you have a favorite food that's part of your favorite heart-healthy diet? Oh, gosh. Well, I went to cooking school a thousand years ago, and it was French. And so, unfortunately, my favorite food tends to be butter. The old joke is the three secrets to French cooking are butter, butter, and more butter. But I do think that butter and eggs are not necessarily bad for you. I think it's saturated fats, it's fried stuff. To me, yogurt and fish is kind of the basis of what I eat. I eat yogurt for breakfast. I tend to have something fish or perhaps uh, turkey based for lunch and fish for dinner and then supplement it with lots of fruits and vegetables. Now, if somebody already has heart disease, will a heart healthy diet help him or her improve the health of their heart? There's never been any evidence that any medication or for that matter, diet, will reverse coronary disease. Many, many years ago, there was a man named Nathan Pritikin who created the Pritikin diet. And at the time of his death, he insisted on an autopsy that was published in the New England Journal that showed he had reversed a lot of his coronary disease. Problem was he also had leukemia. And probably from malnutrition from that, it made a difference. But we've never been able to prove that you can reduce the incidence of coronary disease or potentially the outcome. Some medications like aspirin and statins seem to reduce the adverse outcomes. But unfortunately, there's not a lot of direct evidence that diet will change that unless you can make your diabetes go away, completely normalize your cholesterol and blood pressure. A little bit of evidence that that may help. But at the same time, a heart-healthy diet could keep things from getting worse. And that's the most important point. And you can correlate that with the fact that people who have these kind of diets tend to live longer. Well, thank you so very much. Is there anything else you'd like to add? The one thing I would say is everybody comes in and asks two questions. One, is there a pill I can take that makes me lose weight? Answer, no. There's no quick and easy way to do it. Unfortunately, a good diet, you'll lose one, maybe two pounds a week. So whatever you do, you're going to have to enjoy that diet. And two, they all want to know what's the right diet. The answer is the right diet is what works for them. There's a ton of information. And the easiest thing is to talk to their provider because we have lots and lots of stuff that's available to help people. But there's no magic pill, unfortunately. Well, thank you very much for the information. I still think it's very encouraging. And thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. That's Dr. Michael Sills, a cardiologist on the medical staff of Baylor Scott and White Heart and Vascular Hospital Dallas and Baylor University Medical Center. To find a cardiologist, please call 1-844-BSW-DOCS. That's 1-844-279-3627. Or visit bswhealth.com forward slash heart DFW. Thanks for listening to Heart Speak, the podcast from Baylor Scott and White Heart and Vascular Hospital in Dallas and Fort Worth. I'm Aileen Ellis. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out our entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. Baylor Scott and White Heart and Vascular Hospital, Dallas, Fort Worth, joint ownership with physicians.